0: Hi, welcome to the One Sentence Startup Podcast, the only podcast dedicated to our favorite Facebook group and yours, One Sentence Startup Pitches. I'm Waylon. You might know me from uh, such pitches as a nonprofit that gives air conditioning units to families in aid, also known as Kool Aid.
1: Uh, and I'm B. You might know me from my pitch, Boba, but Cummies.
0: That's disgusting.
1: I'm disgusting. Uh, we're
0: going to take a look at other people's one-sentence startup pitches and really dig into what what makes them great, how we could monetize them, how we could improve on them, you know? Just really take a look at some great ideas that all of you have had that have uh, brought joy into our lives. B., do you have any uh, do you have any pitches in mind?
1: You know what? I do. It's actually one of your pitches. It's a oh, wow. it's a cooking show, but it's judged by incredibly picky eaters. What I love about this idea is it doesn't matter how delightful the food might be if you serve it to the person with the the wrong particular aversion, they're going to hate it. So you can't win.
0: Oh, yeah. Um, My friend, my very close friend, Flim Flam, only eats uh, Cheetos, Cheez-Its, cheese pizza, and sometimes boiled chicken when his mom makes it. He was the inspiration for this.
1: I love it. I think Flim Flam also eats potatoes, right?
0: Oh, yeah. French fries.
1: The Irish little fucker. (laughs)
0: Yeah, he's very orange and I think it's uh, partially genetics but also partially the powdered cheese from the cheezos.
1: A little of this, a little of that. Yeah. So, what's the the format? Is it kind of like chopped where the chefs are given like ingredients? Restrictions? Yeah. Restrictions, like they can't put it in and they have to make a great meal. Or do they have to try to tailor a meal with specific ingredients so that people don't like to try to make it palatable for them?
0: I think I think it's a little combination of Iron Chef. You know, there's a mystery ingredient on every episode and it's like, surprise, you're cooking with this, but also it's a surprise for the picky eaters, surprise, you're going to be eating this, you know?
1: Okay, so how do we pick these picky eaters? And I want to reiterate that it's not just children. It's adult picky eaters. Oh, yeah.
0: You know, there's a, there are groups for adult picky eaters. Like
1: I've known some adult picky eaters, and they make me want to scream.
0: Yeah, um, I've taken uh, Flim Flam, uh, my friend, my picky eating friend, out to like fancy dinners, you know. Like it'll be my birthday; he's in town visiting, and I was like, "Oh, let's go to this nice restaurant." And he'll get like a bowl of rice, and it's it's so frustrating. It's so frustrating to do the like try it, you might like it dance with, um, like a a grown man in his t- late mid mid to late twenties.
1: Okay, so way you cook. Describe Uh to me a meal you might make.
0: You know, I really, um, really was into trying to make like ramen from scratch for a while. I really like, um, you know, roasting chickens, making chili. A lot of my stuff, a lot of what I like to cook centers around like soups, stews.
1: So I need you to, let's just focus on the ramen. Tell me Mm -hmm. exactly what you put in the ramen and I'm going to be a picky eater and you're going to be a chef giving me a delightful meal.
0: Okay. Well, my broth would be like a double soup, throw in some noodles, probably hit it with some green onions, a nice soft boiled egg, you know, some pork, uh, you know, hit it with some sesame seeds on top, a little bit of oil.
1: Like chili oil. Listeners, is your mouth watering? Because mine is not. Oh, you're Those green onions are Uh too small. I can't eat around them. Did you know I hate the texture of hard-boiled eggs? I hate them. They're too slimy, and it makes me want to vomit.
0: Try it. You might like it.
1: I'm not going to like it.
0: Listen, you can't judge the food on this show if you don't
1: eat (laughs) <laughs> I'm sorry, it's going in the garbage.
0: And every episode of the that's show, the would whole be like show, this. that's yeah, literally the be whole so show. It would be so good. Maybe you know, there's a prize for the chefs who who cook. You know, the food that the picky eaters eat the most of, but then also there's a prize for the picky eaters to give them incentive
1: to overcome.
0: Their pickiness. Yeah, Yeah,
1: so I like it. It's a win-win. And I think the chef that wins is the person that the most picky eaters are able to stomach their food.
0: Okay, yeah.
1: Which will usually be none. Um, (laughs) Unless, you know, the picky eaters are really incentivized to, like, push through the disgusting texture of onions.
0: Yeah, definitely, like, even if it has too much flavor... For for your um, weak palate.
1: Tiny baby delicate palate.
0: Yeah, if you can push through that, if you can stomach, you know, like a sous vide steak that might, you know, like, you're like, what is happening here? You put herbs in the butter? I don't, uh. if you can, if you can stomach that, if you can eat, you know, more than a little baby bite. You, you, you have
1: to finish your plate. <laughs>
0: You get a prize. It's like The Price Is Right. You get you know, a new car or like a, a trip to Bermuda or something.
1: Somewhere where you can eat any food on the menu.
0: <laughs> oh yeah.
1: <laughs> they don't like to travel because the food isn't safe.
0: Hmm. You know, I've I've uh, i brought someone else's pitch to the table today.
1: Okay. What's your pitch, way?
0: Uh, it's not my pitch. It's Jacob Andrew Cohen's pitch. Powdered gogurt.
1: Okay, I love it. Tell me all about how you imagine powdered gogurt. Well,
0: I I have some questions right out of the bat. Mm-hmm. I know uh, Jake is not going to be here to answer them, but I think that you and I can really dig into it.
1: All right,
0: let's do it. Is, does it come in a tub? Like, what I'm wondering is one of the best parts about gogurt. It's yogurt on the go. It's portable. It comes in a very fun tube. Powdered gogurt. Do you get to fill the tube yourself? Is it like a is it like a sausage making type situation, or do you just get a tube full of powder that you have to pour into something else and add water to? So
1: I'm kind of thinking, you know, like those dipstick like candies where it's like the mm. like a stick or whatever. Mm-hmm. So it's like that where It's it's a package of yogurt. It's a package of powder, and then you just like slurp the yogurt and then like powder your tongue. So mm. that's how you powder it on the go.
0: Okay. Sure. Yeah, that's great. That's great. You make the you make the yogurt in your mouth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm, some good old mouth yogurt.
1: It's my favorite kind. <laughs> I like
0: to to think of it like a like an easy bake oven or what was it? Creepy crawlers. Do you remember that where you gotta make gummy candies that were spiders and worms and it was The Easy Bake Oven for for boys. boys. Yeah, because everyone knows girls don't like gross spiders. That's true. And things.
1: I hate gross stuff.
0: But it's like an elaborate food-making process where it's, you know, part of the fun is burning your hands on a small heating lamp in a machine. The element of danger. Yeah, just, just having to go about this elaborate process to eat A gummy bear, essentially, right? I like the idea of, like, you have one or two packs of powder that you can mix and match to make your flavors, right? And then you have, like, a mixing cup, right, to mix your powders with your water to make the yogurt, and then you have your go-gurt tubes, right? And then, like, a yogurt syringe to fill your tubes, and then maybe... For that hot I might burn my hands uh, making this you know fun little exciting part where you're you're putting your body on the line is like a crimper it's a hot crimper that seals seal the, the tube yogurt for you gotta you. seal it yeah I, love
1: it. I feel like it goes against the whole premise of gogurt which is yogurt on the go
0: mm-hmm
1: but who doesn't love giving? mom more work to do before packing your lunch (laughs) no 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 it's for the kids it's for the kids you know it's like like
0: you didn't make your mom uh make your easy bake oven you didn't make your mom mix up that bad bad cake I don't know if you've ever eaten an easy bake cake I can
1: I can taste the gummy spiders in my mouth right now So gross it's like plastic
0: (laughs) yes um so it's not for you know mom to make it's for you to experiment and have fun you make up all sorts of new flavors of gogurts crimp them put them in your fridge and then you have your own homemade yogurt on the go for later you know like after school one day you might be feeling cheeky and make like a a banana and pizza gogurt or <laughs> you know whatever whatever powdered flavors are available you you crimp it up You pop it in the fridge, and I know you might be excited. You know, you might be like, "I'm gonna eat my gogurt right now," and you can do that. You can you can totally get the instant gratification there, or you can make like a few of them, pop them in the fridge, and then take them out to soccer later, or like you know the spelling bee or Fortnite. What what do kids do today?
1: I don't know. It's not making powdered Go-Gurt yet because it hasn't hit the market. But as soon as it does, we're going to be raking in the cash and they're going to be making go at home.
0: Well, hopefully we won't be raking in the cash. Jake will be raking in the cash. And Jake, if you want to give us any of the money that comes back to you from investors who hear this podcast, please hit us up.
1: We're doing a service here, you guys, getting your ideas out there, letting people know, trying to bring investors in and the least you can do is let us in on it just a little bit Hmm. um so you know what i also have a gogurt related pitch that really? i want to discuss i'm
0: so excited
1: okay who brought this to us nick drexler
0: oh shout out nick drexler you're a great human being and i love you
1: unportable gogurt Gurt.
0: <laughs> okay so it's just yogurt
1: no. I I commented because I just needed to know. I said, I have so many questions.
0: Mm-hmm. What makes
1: yogurt not portable?
0: What makes girt not portable?
1: He had an answer. He was on it. This is not yogurt. It's okay. girt. Once we distribute girt to your location, it cannot be moved. Girts cannot be moved. One girt has ten times the mass of yogurt. Two girts becomes unstable after it is shipped to you. There is a f- fire warning label attached to the barrel. You bring your mouth to the girt,
0: not the other <laughs> way
1: around. I ask, can you eat it with a straw or delux- direct slurping only? Spoon is obviously out of the question. Uh huh. I only bring it up so no one else does.
0: I'm glad that you're thinking of other people.
1: You may consume the girt Using only the technique of mouth, the technique of mouth to girt.
0: So it's like um, bobbing for apples, but instead of like apples floating in water, it's girt floating in girt.
1: It's just a big old tub of girt, and it just lives in your living room. And if you want some girt, you have to stick your face in it.
0: That's great. I feel like because of the density situation here it's much denser, denser than regular gogurt or regular yogurt even it might be really popular with like bodybuilders wrestlers people who need to put on a lot of mass you know
1: um and i'm hoping that it doesn't get you like full relative to the density so like you can slurp as much gurt as you want and you're not gonna feel like bloated, like a concrete ball of yogurt is in your stomach. You just have to go to the to the girt to drink it.
0: Well, okay, even if it did fill you up quick, that gives you like some social routes to take. You know, you get you get a fucking barrel of girt delivered to your house, and you're like, this is a lot of girt. You know, looking at it, I didn't think that it would be this big, but. It's not portable, and I should have pictured that. I should have imagined that. Should have prepared for that. You could have your friends come over.
1: It's a girt party. It's the hottest thing of 2019. It'll be like um, aspic parties of mid-century, but you gotta have all your friends over. They girt it up. Then gotta slurp that girt. Everybody loves it. Wouldn't?
0: Wouldn't? Just imagine the joy that it would bring to you getting a Facebook invite or a postcard even in the mail that's like, hey, come slurp some
1: Gert. I would love that. And then, you know, not everybody's going to have access to Gert. So you have to go to your Gert friend's house and then you become the coolest person in the social situation because you're like, I got the Gert. You want the Gert? You got to come to me. The Gert can't come to you. I'd Mm, share my mm Gert. I'm happy to do that. I feel like Gert only comes in, like, big-ass barrels.
0: Well, yeah. Clearly, Nick Drexler said that you get a barrel of girt delivered to your house. It's a
1: barrel. Full-blown barrel. Unmovable. Only slurpable. You gotta... The lower down it goes, you got to get more of your body into the barrel barrel to mm. access the girt. At so a it's point also it like becomes, dangerous. Yeah, at a point yeah. it becomes like a keg stand situation, and that's like really when your friends can have so fun.
0: So you definitely need a girt spotter when it's getting low. You do. You don't want to drown in your girt. It's not you know? really
1: for children. Mm. But you could stick your baby in there. You could, like, hold its little legs and it could lick up the mm, gurt. Yeah. <laughs> Come out all girty. But unfortunately, the girt can't leave the barrel. So, like, it won't stick to their hands. It just stays in place.
0: No, that's good because it won't cause a mess.
1: Yeah. it. That's true. Mm. This is maybe mm. the perfect food.
0: Yeah. It's... If they
1: can just, like, do all the flavors...
0: Oh, so many flavors. What what flavor of girt would you order if you had a barrel of girt delivered to you?
1: I mean, I probably just want like chocolate girt, but like we could go back to your, you know what?
0: Banana D- and pizza.
1: Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So let's get some pizza girt. Let's get some ramen girt.
0: Ooh. Let's
1: get some... Dirty dirty. It's, like, it's like Willy Wonka's like freaking gum. That's all the foods, but mm. it's girt.
0: I thought you were going to say Willy Wonka's disgusting yogurt factory, but <laughs> no, you're talking about Willy Wonka's uh like every flavored gurt and I'm so into that. I'm so into that.
1: Investors are you out there? Cuz I feel like this is really something we need you on the ground level for because literally it's perfect for every market. It's so broad reaching, kids, adults, Babies, it's not messy. It's filling. Bodybuilders want it. Mothers love it. Just please. Get some girt. Get some girt. Let's slurp that girt.
0: You know, I got one that I don't think a lot needs to be said about, but it's so refined. It's so nice. It's a take on something that we use, maybe not every day, but at least every other day that really could be improved uh ryan gates submitted uh, a tap tempo setting for windshield wipers which i think is a real improvement over uh the current windshield wiping technology you just tap to set the tempo and your windshield wipers will move concordingly like i can't count the amount of times i've been in my car it's raining uh i moved Back up to the northwest recently. So I'm dealing with a lot more rain than I'm used to. And you know. You switch between like. The lowest fucking. Windshield wiper setting. And then the next one up. Or even the one after that. And it's like. It goes from like. "Mm, This is moving too slow. To maybe moving a little bit too fast. If you could just tap that in there. Really get the speed set. To your preferences.
1: Okay, do you have to keep tapping as you're driving? Because I feel like that's not safe.
0: No, 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 no. It's a tap tempo. So you just tap it a couple times, sets the tempo of the speed of the wiper blades, and boom.
1: What I love also is this this is great for a party car. So you can tap the tempo to whatever song you're listening to. Get yourself a freaking party car. That rain's fun now.
0: I didn't even think of that. What are you... you put some neon lighting strips onto your fucking a windshield, windshield wipers. wipers.
1: Super safe. Love it. Government mm. approved.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, it's a friggin party. I love it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, definitely.
1: So I feel like we've brought a lot of great ideas to the table today. Y- you think so? Some of us
0: have brought better ideas to the table than others.
1: I know I have. Um so with that, we just want to say any investors out there, if you want to you know, donate, you can get in touch with us at an email address we'll have at some point, but we don't yet. <laughs> I'm so
0: glad that we planned this in advance.
1: <laughs> um, and listeners out there, please, please post better pictures so we can talk about them.
0: Yeah, we really you. need you to bring your A game.
1: It's you that makes this happen. But really, it's us that makes this happen. But we need your help. Do better. Um, and that was this episode. So we're going to leave. Wait,
0: hold on. Do you think people are going to, like, if we're just, like, shit talking out the gate, do you think people are going to be excited to listen to this pod- podcast? Like, is that
1: is that All good I'm saying is, for podcasting? Just don't regurgitate the same thing over and over again. We don't want two-sentence startup pitches. That's not what the group is about. So, anyways, we are going to leave you with a pitch for our one true Lord and Savior, Jordan Fryer, who's doing the most always we love him. I have a tattoo of him on my ass. I've already discussed this. Um, and in line with our very food centric episode, I'm going to leave you with an erotic easy bake oven. Ooh. Oh, that's nice. It sounds delicious.
0: Thanks for listening, everybody. Yeah, thanks
1: for listening. We're glad to have you.